Welcome to Real Talk with Reese, aka The Streets is Watching, aka The Podcast They Don't Want You Listening To, aka Did He Really Say That? This is your host, Reese. Let's get into it. took a little while, but, you know, I'm here, you know, forgive me for my, for my tardiness, got a lot going on, I know I was supposed to drop it last weekend, I didn't drop it, but I'm dropping it now, alright, thank y'all for everybody who's been giving me feedback, thank you for, to Jimmy Del Negro, my man, you can look him up on SoundCloud, he is the creator of the instrumental, this will be the instrumental of the podcast, so, at the end of the day, this is something that um you know I'm very proud of. I'm very happy about. I got creators, I got talented people, I got skillful individuals that are supporting and listening to the podcast. And I, you know, highly I'm, I'm highly impressed with his work. I suggest you check his work out on SoundCloud, Jimmy Del Negro. If you a rapper, if you somebody who's do spoken word, whatever it is your talent, link up with him. He got beats. He got things that you might be interested in. At the end of the day, you know, uh, this podcast is not for me. This podcast is for the people. Um, I wouldn't be nothing if I have one, two, three, four, five supporters. If I lo- as long as I got one supporter, I'm happy. This thing will keep going. And, you know, already I'm getting a bunch of feedback, you know, from, from people who've been listening. And they're giving me a, a huge amount of information that I'm very proud of and I'm very happy about. Because they're trying to shape this into something that could be special and really important. And everything I do in my life, I want it to be special. I want it to be important. I want it to be everlasting. So at the end of the day, thank you again for Jimmy Del Negro. Um, we gonna get this going. All right, this week is gonna be more or less um a continuation, not a straight continuation, but it has a lot to do with what we spoke about last week. Um, every episode will be more or less like that. It's all gonna be intertwined. It's all gonna go together. So the topic that we have um for this week is essentially roles. Roles today in society and what they mean and what's deemed right and what's deemed negative. At the end of the day, I'm a male. Um, so male and how males are portrayed nowadays is very important to me. Um, a big buzzword and a big term nowadays is toxic masculinity. What exactly is toxic masculinity? I mean, honestly, I have no idea. Um, it's, it's a very, you know, it's... it's, it's, it's it's, it's hard for me to, 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 to grasp, understand, because at the end of the day, there, there are specific situations and specific people that don't go with the norm. You know, I, I have, I have, I, I, I can speak to it myself. I'm a male. I love to cook. And you would hear, you know, people that will stereotype and, and they will say, well, men don't cook. That's a quote unquote woman's job, you know, and. That makes absolutely no sense. It's a it's it's a negative stereotype to where we want to put women in the kitchen. I don't agree with that. I'm a man. I spend a lot of time in the kitchen. At the end of the day, you know, I'm also a man, and I recognize the fact that I'm a man. So there's certain things about me that separates me from being a woman. Um, it's not the fact that I'm extremely masculine or I'm, I'm I'm toxic. You know, that's not the case. I know very women who have masculine traits. I know women who can put up a cab in the shelf. I know women 
who can more or less build things and play sports. That doesn't make them less of a woman or more of a man. That just makes them someone who has a different type of skill set than, you know, the average person of their gender, so to speak. Now, my whole thing with this thing is I just feel like at this point in time, it's, 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 it's positive behavior to attack men. And it's positive to, to behavior to bring down men, especially men of color. And that's something that I don't understand. And that's something that, I mean, I kind of do understand it, but we're going to get into that as we go in this episode. Um, why do we feel that's the case? Why is men and men being men a negative stereotype for all people who have, you know, an opinion? Politicians, you know, people who have a say, you know, whatever the case may be, people who have a, a platform, you know, whether it be actors, actresses, we got men that are attacking men and men, their nature. Look at Terry Q, Terry Crews, a motherfucker whose muscles and, and, and oil himself up and being masculine has gotten him where he's, where he's at today. And in the same breath, he's now attacking masculinity as to ride that wave to keep himself relevant. The shit is just fucked up. And as a man, it, it makes me feel like I can't be myself. Because I don't want to be labeled or titled, uh, I would say, a toxic masculinist, if, if, if I could say that. Because when, when, when we put these connotations on men, it confuses men. It makes men feel like they can't be themselves. I mean, let, let's be honest here. Look at the men that's paraded. Look at the men that's, you know, put on a pedestal in media nowadays. We have men that are you know, put in positions to succeed, especially men of color. Well, let's be honest, men of color in general. You put on a dress, you put on makeup, you got roles. You got things that, you know, you didn't have before you did that. Once you start to put on that dress and that makeup, things, opportunities start to happen for you. And, and, and people don't understand how destructive that is for men in general, for young men, what they see on television. It, at, at the end of the day, you're going to be who you're going to be. You're going to identify the way you want to identify. But in the midst of men who are heterosexual and men who are straight and, and, you know, masculine, whatever you want to call it, why is that looked at as negative? There is absolutely nothing wrong with you being someone who identifies and will have you identify. Straight, gay, I'm a male, I identify as a horse, I identify as a cabbage patch doll, whatever it is. There's nothing wrong with that. But why is there something wrong with it being a straight male? Of color This is what I'm trying to figure out Why is a straight male so terrifying And being masculine And being strong And being independent And not needy And not displaying any type of You know Mentality where You gotta demean yourself And make yourself lesser than what you are Why is that so frightening For the dominant society Because at the end of the day Everything that we, everything we see on media Everything that, everything that we see in movies, there is someone behind it that's pushing that agenda. Why is that agenda being pushed? You tell me. I don't know. There's been a there's been a, a seismic shift and a change within the last 10 years of what we see on television. And what we see being fed to our children. Fed to us. Why is that? I mean, I have an idea. You know, but... At the end of the day, my idea is my opinion. It's not something that is set in stone. I'm comfortable with sharing my ideas, and that's what I'm going to do for y'all today. If you know someone is strong 
and and they've been through hell and they've been through hot water, and you know for a fact that they have they are resilient. They have been through everything and anything, and they're still here. They're still kicking. What can you do for them? What can you do to them to conquer them? For one, you make them feel less. You make them hate themselves. You make them feel like they're not adequate. They're not worth it. You know, we went through slavery. We went through civil rights era. We go through, we're, we're still in slavery. It's just that we're not on the plantation. We live in a world that's not deemed ours. That's not for us. And we still come, we, we still overcome. We still are out here. We're still strong. We're still doing what we got to do for ourselves, our children, our, our families, whatever the case may be. We're still scary in 2019. We're still scary. The dominant society is still scared of us. When I say us, I'm talking about men of color that identify themselves as men of color and strong men of color only. Not preface with a sexual orientation. There's strong gay men. There's strong straight men. There's strong men that that identify themselves, like I said before, as a cabbage patch doll. But if you identify yourself first as a strong man of color, strong black man, whatever the case may be, you are public enemy number one. Regardless of where you're from, regardless of what you have, regardless of what you don't have, you're not somebody that is going to be accepted by the dominant society in this country. You are the enemy. So how do we dilute the enemy? How do we, how do we make the enemy, how do we control the enemy? We push the agenda. We get we get inside their brain, we get inside their emotion, we get inside their body, and we make them hate themselves. And that's what the media has been doing since since day one. But I don't know what it is with the last ten to fifteen years. I'm I'm assuming it's it's social media has a lot to do with it. Information is at our fingertips. It's it's more concentrated, so you see it more often. It's more prevalent. It's being delivered to you in a faster rate and a faster pace. So at the end of the day, you're getting, you're receiving so much information, your brain is making you understand and make you see that yourself, you, you, you don't like yourself because the person that you are, it's not okay. It's not accepted. You're toxic. You're too masculine. You're too strong. You got to turn that shit down. Put that fucking dress on. That's what you need to do. If you want to assimilate to a, to a higher, higher status, you want to make more money, you got to fucking sit here and, 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 and and, and look at yourself in the mirror and hate the decisions that you make. But you got the bag now. You got it now. You got the money. I'm looking at you, Steve Harvey. You ain't put a dress on, but at the end of the day, you got a lot of fuck shit to come out your mouth. You be seeing some wild shit that, that hurts the community that, that puts you in a position to even have that voice. To even have that position. Why does it have to be that we have to stab ourselves in the back and, and, and our character, crumble that shit over the piece of paper, Take a jump shot, shoot it in the garbage can for us to get to where we want to be. Well, we do know why, because we're the strongest. We've been through the most, and we've prevailed, and we've succeeded. And we ain't die. We still here. But they still trying to kill us. I don't know why they're trying to kill us, but they are. And that should tell you as a black man that you need to take pride in what you are. You need to take pride in the fact that you was born this way, because you are the alpha. You are everyone, you are the person that everyone in this world wants to be. You a man of color, you strong, you provide, you do what you gotta do. Everybody in their mother's gonna try to make you seem like what you doing is not the right thing to do. The way you behave is not the right way to behave. You having the confidence, you having somewhat of an ego, 
you having some 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 lengthy goals and that you accomplishing and you doing what you gotta do, you're toxic. You're not you're 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 not a decent human being. You're extremely masculine. You can't have a preference nowadays. You can't like things and speak about it. You can't do that. You know what? Maybe 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 I like seafood. I don't like hamburgers. That's some toxic masculinity shit. Like, how dare you have a choice? How fucking dare you? Nigga, you're not supposed to have a choice. You're supposed to do what the fuck we say and move the way we say move, and that's that. It's wild. And, you know, to a, to a, to a large extent, this is just, you know, the men are at the forefront. The men are the leaders. The men are supposed to do what they're supposed to do to take care of themselves and provide. So when we get into conversations of things like reparations and things like, you know, taking care of us, you know, from for going through slavery and still being enslaved to this day and, 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 and giving us a fair shake. That's all we want is a fair shake. We want what everybody else have gotten. Everybody else in this country, all these subgroups, all these subcultures that have had hor- horrible things happen to them, horrific things happen to them, they've been in a situation where they've been repaid a debt. You know, whatever that they've been through, whatever, and I'm not going to mention different groups because at the end of the day, I'm, 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 I'm talking on us right now, but everybody who's been through something, they've gotten some type of reparations. We will never get that, and we won't get it because at the end of the day, you're not, they're not going to make us stronger because we're already too strong. And first of all, giving us reparations on something that, that, that was done to us, that's admitting what was done to us. You talk to anyone from the Dominant Society today, you know, that's not in tune with what's going on. You speak about things like slavery. You speak about things like Jim Crow. It's something that is old. It's tired. It's undermined. Oh, that's so long ago. I had our people saying it. People people of color, they, they, they don't even care about it. It doesn't matter. Move on. You know, it's, 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 it's a weird dynamic to where we have... We're combating what was done to us. We're fighting the Dom society, but we're also fighting each other. There's small subgroups in our culture that keep us from getting to where we need to go. You know, and I can say the number one group of people that everybody in the name of it can conform against is the strong black male that shows too much machismo, too much bravado. Too much confidence. The black man that exudes toxic masculinity. It is a dangerous thing to tell a man that he can't be a man. It's a dangerous thing to tell a woman she can't be a woman. If you're a woman and you decide that you don't want to cook, you don't want to clean, you want to be a go-getter, you want to make money, you want to you bring that bag in, no one is coming for you. No one is saying you can't do that. No, you are new school, new generation go getter. You getting this bag, you getting this money. No one's, no one is is running down on you. No one is saying negative things about you because you know what? It is okay. It is okay to, to not be somebody who specializes in cooking and cleaning. It is okay to be a male who specializes in cooking. It's okay to be a male who doesn't watch sports. It's okay to be a male who is a nerd, who is a geek. It's okay to be a male who's nice. With styling hair, who was a barber, who was a hairdresser, whatever the case may be, occupations or careers or skills that we once deemed for women or men, it's interchangeable now. At the end of the day, we all we all getting this money together. But my question is, 
And my issue is, why can't we just be us? Why can't men be men? Specifically men of color. It's, it, it, it's, it's hard because, you know, in everyday life, you got to watch what you say. You got to watch the way you behave. You got to watch the way you think. You got to watch the people that you talk to. It's, 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 it's hard just being a man today. Like, it's just it's not easy. And no one will understand how uneasy and how difficult it is unless you live in this life. I can't tell a woman what nine months of pregnancy is like. I can't do it. It's just something that I can never experience. I can look from afar and say, man, this looks tough. This looks rough. I know I can't do it. I can't put myself through that type of physical pain. I can't do it. I know that. But we have people that don't live our lives, regardless of different genders, different, different, different backgrounds, different economic back brackets, whatever the case may be, telling us how we should live as men of color, black men specifically. Because it's, it's a little bit different when you, when you identify as a black man. We got a whole lot of black men out here that, that don't identify as black men for whatever reason. You know, we got a lot of semi-socials in these streets. You feel me? At the end of the day, it, it the, the, the social cleansing has been going on for a very long time. And some of, a lot of people out here that we rub shoulders with on a daily basis can be black as tall. But they, you know what? They ain't black. The sun is just really bright in Dominican Republic. The sun is really bright, you feel me, in, in Honduras. I'm not a black man. I'm a Latino man. You feel me? And this ain't no shots at nobody. This is just reality. I have, I'm, 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 listen, I'm a black man first and foremost. My mother's Puerto Rican, but I'm a black man. My nationality, my culture doesn't change my DNA, doesn't change my bone structure, doesn't change the color of my skin. Period. I choose to identify with what I am. But we don't have a lot of people that do that for whatever reason. Whatever tricks of the trade, whatever, whatever, you know, Skills that that the domiciety use to to infiltrate your brain and your mind and make you feel like you're something that you're not. It worked on a lot of our people, so it makes us now the 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 we've always been the minority, but we're the minority in our own subculture. We're the minority in our own in our own people. You tell me how hard that is. You tell me how hard it is to go outside and be a man. And, and, and love what you are And respect what you are And deal with that on a daily basis It's not easy Not 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 in today's America You know and it is, It's sad because we always looking for hope We always looking for ways to be respected And to get out the plight that we're in And then we look at these politicians That pander And they use specific subgroups To, to pander to To get elected To get an office And then when they do get elected They do get an office what exactly do they do for us? Nothing. We got to do for us, ourselves. And the, the first part of doing for us and ourselves is loving who we are and living what we are. And that goes for everybody that's oppressed. That goes for all people of color. Women, men, whoever. Love yourself. Be yourself. Because at the end of the day, if you are who you are, can't nobody tell you otherwise. Can't nobody infiltrate your brain, your mind, your soul, and tell you what you are isn't right. It's blasphemy. It's not real. I'm only speaking as a male, as a black male, because that's what I am. You know? 
But I, I, I respect the fight of all parties who are oppressed. All parties who don't feel that they're getting a fair shake. I just feel like with us, this country being built on our backs, we should little, we should garner a little bit more respect. We should garner a little bit more love. We should not be diluted when we're talking about what's owed to us, what we deserve, our play, our issues. The fact that I can walk outside today unarmed, going to work, and because it be a situation where it's late at night or, you know, I look suspicious, I can get my head blown off. That shit don't sit right with me. Not saying nobody else out here is getting killed. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying, I know for a fact a large percentage of our people, young, old, middle-aged, whatever, is getting their caps peeled on the regular for being something that they was born. I can only speak about what I go through. I'm not going to use this podcast and this platform to talk about what other people go through and what they what what their plight is, albeit lesser or more than mine. I'm not doing that. I have an opinion. I can make an assumption, but I will never tell you what I'm saying is fact if it don't involve me and what I go through. I won't do that. I can't tell you it's a fact that women do this or behave this way. This is all opinions based off of what I've experienced. Period. Like, that's just the case. But when it comes to me, when it comes to my play, when it comes to my life and what I go through, it's absolute fact. I don't have an opinion of what I live every single day. I don't have an opinion of what I see other men of color going through every single day. And I'm telling you, the way things are now, the way the media, the way society is, is indirectly and directly making black men hate themselves, that's that, that, that you're cutting the head off the snake. Because once the black man is no longer the black man, who's the leader of the black family? So now the woman has two jobs. So a woman that has two jobs to lead the family and be the nurturing mother, the nurturing parent. That has to work, has to hustle, has to cook, has to clean. And looks at that black man every day and, 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 and believes and feels he ain't shit. Because society has made her believe he ain't shit. Because of what he doesn't have or whatever way he acts or how the way he portrays himself. Where's the positivity? How, how is our future looking? How is our next generation leaders going to feel about black men on the whole? Or men of color on the whole? When the society and media is portraying black men to be ain't shit, to be less than human. And then black men who are going through egregious situations, they're displaying themselves in a manner where they agree with these uh, assumptions and these opinions. Again, like, like mentioned before, a person like Terry Q. Cruz, who's getting his dick grabbed by a motherfucker who's 5'2", 120 pounds. And your reaction is, oh no, I can't get crazy. I can't be angry black man. I'm going to lose out on these opportunities in the future. Who the fuck thinks like that? That's not the first time that man got his dick grabbed, bro. I promise you, it's not. There's been a lot of dick grabbing with that motherfucker. The way he reacted and the way he the way he portrayed himself now as Captain, Captain Kill, to toxic masculinity, Captain Kill, black men being black men or men being men in general. Because masculinity is not, not exclusive to black men. As men, we all have masculine traits. You know, we're, we're, we're by default, by bone structure, by DNA, we are stronger. You know, so we, 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 we do masculine, we pick shit up, we put them down. We build shit. We play basketball. We like sports. Even a man who does like sport, he does. he still has masculine traits. That's just who we are by definition, by gender. 
you got this motherfucker trying to change what gender is. Trying to change what you what you are from birth. Trying to tell you that you can't be somebody who likes what we supposed to like. Or have any traits of what we supposed to have. That's in our DNA. That shit is fucking dangerous. And I don't understand. I don't, and I don't think people understand how dangerous shit is. It's, it's a whole lot of nonsense going on. It's not exclusive to us. Again, I'm just speaking as a black man. As a black man, because this is what I am. But it's happening for women as well. We got leaders. We got media person. We got we got we got personalities that essentially are making women despise and pushing women to despise black men, women who are born from black fathers. You know, you 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 become an educated woman, woman of color. Because I'm speaking directly to us, our people right now. You become an educated woman of color. You make a certain amount of money. You now have to date exclusively out your race. Because you are in a different tax bracket. You are you are put in a position now where you you ain't matching. You don't want to you, you it's wrong for you to take you know the accolade that you've gained and and, and, the, and the finances that you've accrued and stay within your race because you know what? When you level up, you got people who have huge platforms that let you that that tell these women Oh, you 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 make this type of money now. You you accumulate this amount of success. You a good match for an Asian man. I'm not saying that anything wrong interracial dating. I'm just saying how you see all these media types and these personalities that are essentially trying to tell you a black man ain't shit. That ain't, that's not cool to me. I'm a black man. I know I'm shit. I know I got a lot going on. I know I got things. I got a future that I don't even. That is that is that words can't describe. There's things on the horizon that I know is coming. I feel it. I feel it. So as a people, as a person, I'm supposed to be in a situation where if I accumulate a certain amount of success, and it goes both ways, I can't date a black woman. I can't. I gotta get me a different type of girl. Largely in part because these black women, they they they're trouble. They can't deal with that. They, they, they're not trained good enough to deal with a man with money. You got to go get you a white girl. You got to go get somebody foreign. Why is it? Why is this shit pushed? Why is this agenda pushed that we got to separate? Y'all know why it's pushed. But y'all, y'all feeding right into that shit. Y'all feeding into it every single day. That social media shit, y'all feeding into it. Without even realizing it. And it's sad, it's sickening. Because if it's black, it ain't right. It gotta be foreign. You feel me? It gotta be different. Y'all niggas, y'all niggas still mad at Gucci? Of course not. All that money I spent on designer clothes. What about your cousin who got his own little upstart brand? You you a rapper. You got money. You got a you got a platform. Why you not winning your cousin shit? Why you not putting no bread in his pocket? You got millions. Why are you not buying up them, them, them section eight apartments? Why are you not fixing some shit up? Why are you not putting the whole hood in some in some in some shit that 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 just feels better, that just look better, making them feel proud about what they want? Why are we not fixing? And there's people out here that's doing it. I'm not saying it's not happening. Absolutely, people out here is doing it. But imagine if we all did it. Imagine we all work together. Imagine we all put our five, ten, fifteen, twenty dollars. Imagine a universal healthcare. Imagine a universal college fund. Imagine that shit. 
So where when the Dom Society puts these things in place to where we to to oppress us to keep us down, that shit don't even fucking matter. Imagine that. Imagine when we don't need them for nothing. There's enough black wealth in this country to where we can have our own shit. But again, how do these people work together? They don't. And they don't work together because at the end of the day, subconsciously, whether they realize it or not, niggas is too hateful to work together. They want credit. You you a millionaire crab in a bucket. And that's that's wicked. Because we strive to be successful. We strive to make money. We strive to be great. And then when the money is made, we still are, are carrying that detrimental shit. That detrimental mentality that we carry with us from when we was broke. When we didn't have shit. That's still there when we millionaires. We got to rid ourselves of that before we get the bag. So when we do get the bag, we healthy. We conscious enough to where we can create generational wealth and share and bring everybody up. We don't, we're, we're not exclusive to, to, to help in government funding. No, we don't, we're not even the majority in that. We ain't corn, we can't corner that market. That market's not for us. We don't rely on that, believe it or not. There's another group that relies on that, that has cornered that market and has made that shit work for them. As well as receive reparations for what they've been through. My whole point in this conversation is don't tear down the leader of the of the leader of the pack. Don't tear down the person that that makes shit pop for us. Because the black man is the originator. The black man is the one who was the first being. The black one is is often imitated. The leader of the pack. Don't bring don't tear him down. Because when you tear him down, you tear everything that comes with him down. That goes for everybody. That goes for our beautiful sisters. That goes for other other minority groups, everybody at our neck. But we gotta be solid. We gotta be we gotta be the main ones that's keeping this shit going, because we can't be diluted. Once we're diluted, everything is diluted. Every no, there's nothing anymore. Once the black man is gone, they ain't, this world ain't shit. And let me say that. Let me say, don't hate me if I got a female listener. Let me say that it's okay. I I can feel pride in the fact that I'm a male. This ain't toxic masculinity. If you a female, you call yourself a feminist. I'm not mad, but make sure you use in terms that you know where they came from. Make sure when you identify yourself with something, you know how that shit started. That's all I'm asking you, because I'm for everybody. I'm for everybody that 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 that's oppressed, that's been in the struggle, and if and if you're not oppressed. And you not for the struggle. You ain't been through it, but if you for the struggle, and you understand the struggle. I'm for you too. I got friends that are not black. They only my friends because they understand. They recognize where they at and how they got there. They recognize how, at the end of the day, free labor has put them in position, and society has put them in position to where. They've assimilated a certain status. And I and I rock with them because of that. But if you can't rock with me, you can't understand my, my point of view on that basis, we just can't be cool. Because you're not you're not you're not really understanding. You're making excuses. And if you make excuses and you don't respect what's going on and you don't see what we're going through, then then you're an enemy. At the end of the day, I just want to do better. I just want to be better, and I want our people to be better. 
And we can't be better hating ourselves. We can't be better not understanding what's really going on and not respecting us as men. Men of color specifically. We gotta recognize what we are. We gotta we gotta see what's going on and we gotta push that shit to the side because at the end of the day, we ain't we ain't going we ain't gonna do shit if we keep letting these powers that be tell us that we ain't shit. And that being us is wrong. 